Go Wild is a free social community created for and by hunters. This means that unlike mainstream social media, your trophy pictures won't be censored. They're encouraged. As you spend time on Go Wild, you will earn awesome rewards such as gift cards, free swag, and big discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex. You will even earn $10 just for signing up. Visit DownloadGoWild.com and sign up today. Bowtech Archery prides themselves on offering a bow for everyone. Whether you have a short draw length, a long draw length, pull 70 pounds or 40 pounds, you're a bow hunter or a target archer, they offer a bow that can be customized to fit your body type. On top of that, their deadlock technology allows you to fine-tune your arrow flight. Visit BowTechArchery.com and check out the SR350 and the CP28. Bowtech Archery, refuse to follow. All right, guys, welcome to today's show. Now, returning again is Jacob Coons. Jacob is a diehard hunter from the East, but loves to travel, loves to use his just analytical mindset and skills to dissect how to become a better hunter, the tools that he needs to use, the tools that all of us can use to become more successful. And one of those things is maps, online maps. And so he has gone through and just rated these on some serious criteria and he's going to share his findings with us today so i'm super excited he had mentioned doing this a while back and now that he has i think it's going to be pretty eye-opening not only to the listeners but probably to me as well because it seems like as with most products out there everyone kind of has their eye on one thing but it doesn't necessarily mean it is the best right it's just because it's marketed better than everything else. I feel like there's a lot of brands out there that are really good at marketing, but there's other brands that maybe make as good of a product for a lower price, and we just don't put a lot of thought into it because there's one that's constantly in our face, popping up on our For You pages that we're hearing about in advertisements, so on and so so forth. So we're going to hop into this episode with Jacob. I'm excited to see what he found and how we can put it to use to become better hunters. So let's jump in. Like he was doing things that were just badass. That was one of the coolest moments of my life. I was really scared, but knowing that Dan had the gun, I did have the rifle, like we would be okay. All right, guys, welcome to today's show. And on the show with me today, I've got Jacob Coons on the line again. This is your third time on, man. Well, you know, it's my second time on the Nomadic Outdoors, man. Oh, that's right. Um, I, I keep forgetting that I've got two podcasts, and so I just lump everybody into the same thing. Don't don't you dare treat Western Rookie like a stepchild. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you dare. No, I was looking back, Dan. It was February 17th of this year. It was episode 69 on the Nomadic Outdoors, man. When I was on, we were talking about hunting elk east of the Mississippi. Dang. That's, yeah. yeah. So we've covered a wide variety of stuff with you on the show. I mean, we've talked about gear. We've talked about hunting east of the Mississippi for big game like elk. We've talked about hunting west of the Mississippi. And today we're going to dive into mapping software because you presented this idea to me. I think it was almost right after we got off our last call with the Western Rookie. And you were like, hey, I'm I'm taking a look at all of these different softwares that people use, diving deep and doing a comparison among all of them. I mean, kind of reviewing each one 
to figure out what is best for you or what is best for different needs. And then um, it sounds like you've already, or you've also been doing that with weather software. So I'm pumped to find out what you found out. Cause like probably a lot of people I knew of Onyx first and it was just so prominent in your face. You saw it on everything advertised all over the place, but there could be other things out there that are just as good or better that are being overlooked. So, yeah, I think, you know, for someone like yourself that travels hunts a lot, I'd like to travel hunt and that's becoming more and more popular, Dan. And a few years ago, it was sort of mostly on X that was out there. Uh, I also had played around with base map, which is another mapping hunt map application or platform. And in the past few years, there's been an emergence of other hunting map platforms. But And we'll get to those in a minute. But if you think about how us as hunters love to tinker with our gear, we love to get, we like to get quieter. We like to go farther, stay longer, whether it's, you know, chasing elk or mule deer or just hunting whitetail nearby. We're constantly tinkering. But, and so I wanted to tinker a little bit with the hunting map applications and really do a comparative rating and review of all of them that I could find and all of them that I could think of. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. And initially I was just going to do it myself, but then I thought it would, I'm, I'm a, an intense nerd. So I thought I'd, I'll create a spreadsheet and just share it with other folks. And I actually created a couple of YouTube videos as well, looking at the desktop and the handheld versions of those platforms so that people could get a preview of those platforms if they wanted to see, you know, to see my review and, and rating and comparative examination of, of those platforms. Cause they, some of them have a lot of value and some of them have some real holes in their, in their game, so to speak. And it could be a sort of a waste of time and money. Yeah. Uh, what, what applications, I guess, are you using mapping software for? Because, you know, there's going to be people that are listening to this that might be waterfowl hunters or upland hunters or whitetail hunters. And so I feel like that would be a good base to start with is sharing with people who maybe haven't listened to the other podcasts that you've been on um, to find out to find out what it is that you're using this for and how you like what lens you were really looking at them through in relation to hunting. You know, that's a really good question, Dan, because I did really just focus on my core needs. And that, and and I shared that in the, the YouTube videos up front. I share it sort of ad nauseum that my this is my lens of a, a white tail hunter who lives in Kentucky that travels to several states here, sort of in the Midwest and the South or whatever. And then someone that has you know, an, uh, an affinity for traveling uh, west to to hunt elk uh, or, or mule deer. Um, you know, I've hunted pronghorn out west, and and so that that's really the focus. You know, that I come from. I don't, I'm not a waterfowl hunter. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily hunting small game. Um, you know, or at least using these apps to hunt small game. So yeah, it was really just looking at th through it, that lens, and and each app i really dedicated a lot of time and energy to learning and understanding because i know behind the, you know the onyx or the base map or you know the go hunt platform 
that there are people that are working hard to make it, you know, to bring value to their customers. And so I didn't want to be disrespectful to them. I didn't want to be, um, I, I wanted to be fair to the platform and I didn't want to, I didn't want it to be something that I just sort of breezed through. I do use Onyx uh, as my primary platform, but um, currently, but that's probably going to change in the future based on what I found in my research. And um, so, yeah, I really wanted to be fair. I, I went to all of their YouTube channels, looked at their tutorials and to be, to be fair to them, but also if I, you know, if, if, if I didn't figure something out and I, there, it might be because they need to add more tutorials because yeah. some of them, because some of them had some really neat tools that they would promote and market, but they wouldn't show you how to use them. And that I thought was a real problem uh, that I had. And eventually I just had to give up. I'm like, listen, I can't, you know, if I can't figure this out and I'm just a regular dude, I'm assuming most other customers can't figure it out either. Yeah. And I think that's a problem with a lot of different hunting gear the the capabilities of the equipment typically far exceed our understanding of the equipment and um whether that's mapping software or uh computers even my my podcast board like this thing can do so much more than i fully understand um and so to have that information out there where people can go hey i've only been using this to kind of drop a pin where i shot my deer so that i can come back and track it later on when in reality, you can be using it for finding the the land mass of whatever property you're hunting or, you know, tracing out a field to know, hey, how many acres is this part that I want to put a food plot in, which helps me, you know, buy more, buy the right amount of seed. It, there's so many different things that they can do. And so, like you said, I feel like it's it's great when they actually give you the information on how to use all of the all of the features of their product. Yeah. And so I'm going to throw out some names. I'm going to sort of turn the tables on you, Dan. Have you heard of, I, well, I mentioned base map and, you know, go hunt launched their mapping platform. I think this is for the third time, but this officially, officially this year, they launched it. Um, have you heard of hunt stand before? I have heard of hunt stand before. I have no experience with it, but I have definitely heard of them. Okay. So base map, go hunt, hunt stand. Then there was, uh, of course there's Onyx. Have you heard of Spartan Forge? I've heard of Spartan Forge. I didn't know that they were a mapping software. I've heard of their, I think they do trail cameras, don't they? No, <laughs> they, <laughs> this is great. This is great. That's so, so funny. Cause like I would have, if, if you, said you get a hundred dollars if you get this right what do they do i would have put it on trail cameras yeah so spartan i think there is a, a trail cam company made maybe named spartan but this maybe is that's what it is this company um they they started with like a predictive deer model uh which i'm i kind of don't really use but you know that that's where they started but they um they now have a um, mapping application as well. Okay. Um, and then the, the last one is HuntWise. Have you heard of HuntWise? I have heard of HuntWise, yeah. Okay. So there's those are the six platforms. And the way that I took a look at them was we're looking at, you know, 50, a lot of them just offer all 50 states for one price. Now, Onyx yep. is different because 
you you can pay ninety nine dollars for fifty states or thirty bucks for a single state. Uh, but I just looked at it from a pricing standpoint of all fifty states. And so, like from for example, Hunt Stand came in at twenty nine ninety nine, and then you have Base Map at thirty four ninety nine, and then you have Spartan Forge at thirty nine. 99 and then uh, hunt wise at 50 uh, no I'm sorry go hunts at fifty dollars and then hunt wise at 59.99 and then onyx at the hundred dollar wow price. yeah and so you know there's a lot of variance in there and, and I mean even if you look at just hunt stand at 30 bucks a year for all 50 states you know that's pretty good value but then you know Obviously, as we go forward, we'll talk about some of, uh, you know, the layers and tools and waypoints that each of them offer and how it either can fit, you know, can it fit the needs of somebody that likes to travel hunt or not? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really interesting, the price breakdown. And I am curious to see how that correlates with what features they actually offer, because, I mean, coming in at double or triple everything else. I would hope you're getting you're getting your money's worth out of Onyx, which I've been happy with it, but I'm curious to see if there's a better solution for me even. Yeah. So if you think about it when I'm a little bit older than you, but when I was when I was younger, I um, you know, a car, a vehicle that had power windows was a really nice vehicle. Yep. But now all cars have power windows, right? Yep. Or or like that that same dynamic can apply for like heated seats or Bluetooth radio or or, or you know Bluetooth in the car or um, you know just different you know a back a rear a rear a sunroof or a, a rear window wiper, and so like there was a time when OnX had introduced the tracking feature where you just sort of hit tracking and and it would track your sort of breadcrumbs as you hiked across a field or a mountain or whatever. And so, or the public private, like it would show, you know, the private ownership and then the public land and that sort of thing. Yep. So the good news is, you know, a lot of the platforms really offer that stuff already. Yep. Like it's, it used to be sort of this new feature. And now it's just sort of, if you don't have those things, you're not even really in the game or the ability to download maps. Uh, they all offer, you know, the ability to download maps. Um, now, the the style of downloaded maps, it, there is some variance. Be, um, what I found was that some of them had maps that were very dynamic, where you could sort of zoom in, zoom out. I did find like HuntStand, their mapping was sort of like a flat sheet of of paper, almost, where you're looking at it. It didn't sort of allow you to zoom in, zoom out, or or tilt it or adjust it, whereas you can do that with some of the other platforms. The ability to import waypoints uh, was also something I couldn't really figure out with HuntStand. So, you know, with all of the other ones, they had a tutorial on that, but with HuntStand, there wasn't a tutorial on how to import waypoints. So if I was switching to like from an Onyx to a HuntStand, you know, not to pick on them, but I just couldn't figure out how to do it. Yeah. And then, you know, some of the platforms, uh, you know, one of them in particular, Spartan Forge, doesn't offer a desktop version of the platform. And so I know you went, you know, on a mule hunt, you know, mule deer hunt and you hunt in Missouri and you're traveling here and there and everywhere. 
you you would probably use the handheld in the field, but when you're at your at home and maybe you want to do some e-scouting, you like to have it on the desktop as well. And yeah. that was something that, uh, like for example, Spartan Forge didn't doesn't offer. And I thought that that was you know sort of interesting. I was like, okay, well that I, I like to e-scout using my mapping platform. Um, yeah, I I mean with with that like I love to have it on all my devices. You know, the iPads have it, my computer has it, my yeah. phone has it, and especially when I'm hunting with somebody else. You know, if I go over to their house, I'm not I'm not bringing my phone like I'll have my phone with me, but we're not sitting there dissecting an area and the topography and the features of where we're hunting on my phone. I'm doing it either on my computer or on a tablet so that we can, you know, see more. And so that would be a deal breaker for me, I feel like, to just to not have the application on a desktop would be pretty difficult. I do want to ask you about the offline maps that you touched on it really quick. Yeah. One thing I've always been curious about is, are there any softwares that allow you to download the entire unit that you're hunting? Because I know with Onyx, the platform that I use, I'm doing like a 10 mile square or rectangle or whatever. And then I'm having to basically piece those together one at a time. And maybe it's just that I don't know that they can do this, but I'm thinking, okay, when I go out West and I hunt unit 29 or whatever in Arizona, I want to know, I want to know everything about that, that unit. And I want to have that whole unit downloaded. Well, in order to do that, I'm downloading like 40 different maps and making this grid pattern and yeah. it's kind of annoying, but I've always said, man, if somebody switched to that model, if they had all the other features that I also like, I would totally go with that. Cause if I could just click on unit 29, download it, and now I'm ready to go, it just seems way more user-friendly. Yeah. So like, for example, I'm looking, I have a, I created a cheat sheet for your audience, by the way. If they go to my Instagram, J underscore Coons underscore Hunts, H uh, last name is C O O N S and then underscore H U N T S, they can they can find the the, the, spr the spreadsheet that I'm referring to in my profile, and they can just pull it down for free. And it's got all the all the nerdiness, you know, of the pricing and all the different things that we're going to be talking about. So with Onyx, you, to your point, you could do five square miles, ten square miles, or 150 square miles in these little like that patchwork sort of thing and 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 so some of them have um you know uh, i'm looking at some of them 100 you know the, they have a low resolution and a high resolution and it's like another one uh, base map is 102 miles which is low resolution and the high resolution is five miles with go hunt the thing that they've been promoting with their new mapping platform is that you can download um, like, I think basically like whole States, if you want, okay. uh, like, you know, in, in now to be, to be honest with you, I haven't played around with that tool specifically in terms of the downloading, uh, and how, how big of a map you can get, but it is something that they're specifically pointing out as a, as a point of differentiation that you can, you don't have to create a patchwork of maps like you do with some of the other platforms. But but again, I don't know how high resolution or low resolution that map would be. 
Yeah. But it does seem like you the size of the map is something that they you know, they don't like either. They don't like doing that same thing that you're doing. So I think if I were somebody like you that wanted to um to to you know, that was a real, you know, point of contention, then that would go hunt would probably be the way something I would look at into. And you it's actually what's interesting is it's even when I messed around with it, it's even uh I guess it's called caching or caching the uh the map even before you download it so if you went offline it'll actually still keep the map up yeah. uh and allow you to zoom in zoom out which i thought was an interesting uh, dynamic as i was playing with it yeah uh so um so i think yeah to, to your point there's there's opportunity there whereas you know some of the other ones it's still sort of a patchwork approach yeah um, to the device side of things, are there any are there any mapping applications that you've found so far that you can also use on smartwatches? Because that's another thing that I thought about several years ago. Like, hey, I mean, I know there's Garmin and they, they've got their GPS stuff on their watches. But as far as like having an Apple watch. I I actually messaged uh, Onyx about this, gosh, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And, hey, my my watch uses cellular. It also has a GPS tracker in it. If I go off if I go offline, it would be so cool to have a map downloaded on my watch, and then I just pull my wrist up. You know, I don't want to be digging down in layers or in my pack for my cell phone to look for my map to to pull up the app. If I could just track something or drop a waypoint quick on my phone with the click of uh, a button or a tap of my finger, I feel like that'd be a pretty cool uh, feature or add-on. Yeah, that's a. I don't have a smart an Apple smart uh, Apple Watch or a smartwatch, um, so I didn't look into that. I did not see that promote. I would imagine any company that would do that would be promoting the hell out of that. Yeah, and, and so that didn't come across that. But boy, that's a great idea, Dan. Like, uh, I hadn't really thought of that. Yeah. Just in using all of these devices, like in conjunction with each other, like there's times where I don't bring my phone out at all because now, you know, with the watch technology, I can make calls on my watch. I can get texts on my watch. I can basically do everything that my phone can do aside Mm -hmm. from maybe take a picture. But if, if somebody came out with that, I just feel like it would be an, a cool extra feature, um, to advertise for them but maybe it's just not, the roi might not be there you know they might yeah. not get a bunch of extra users even though they're dumping a ton of money into developing this new app for a watch yeah i i think that's a great idea i don't i didn't like i said i didn't come across anybody that any of them that did that but i did write that down because i think that would be interesting to to evaluate if if they did the you know what was interesting was that like you were talking about, you know, your your phone and your handheld. So base map only puts their 3D. Like so, all of these. Well, uh, let me take that back. So Go Hunt, Hunt Stand, Hunt Wise, and Onyx all offer 3D on your desktop or on your phone. Yeah. So um, personally, I don't seem to use a lot of the 3D features on my phone. I tend to do it when I'm e scouting on my desktop. I. But what's interesting is that Spartan Forge doesn't have any 3D on on the the phone application of course they don't have a desktop but the um base map 
doesn't have 3D on the desktop. They only have it on iOS software on your phone. Mm-hmm. So if you have if you have an Android, you can't get it. But if you have an iPhone, you can get 3D on on base map. And I thought, wow, that's kind of interesting. I hadn't really. I don't know if that's great. Like I don't. Yeah. If I were like, I almost would flip that. Let's put it on your desktop. Let's not. We don't need it as much on your phone. And then even within that, some of the 3D has a limited tilt and some of it has a full tilt. So mm-hmm. a limited tilt is where you're looking at the furthest down you can go is like a 30 degree angle looking down. Whereas some of the, the platforms have a full tilt. So, you know, I beat up on hunt stand a little bit, but their 3D was really sharp and it allowed you to get a full tilt. Whereas the uh, like on X which you and I use a lot is a limited tilt on 3d and it, and so it, I, I, I sort of noticed that and I thought, boy, I really like the full tilt because it gives me a, a, a great way to sort of view and scan a particular area. Um, with, with regards to layers, the layers were really different between the different platforms and some of them were very, um, Eastern specific, and some of them had a little bit of both East and West. And, and some of them, for example, um, well, well, let me, I'll ask you a couple questions. Well, what are some okay. layers that you, you use most uh, with Onyx? Like, do I you mean, find me public, private, but what else? Public, private topography. I use the trails um, because you know, especially when I'm out west, I want to know where the closest trail is. I might have a better way to get an animal out. Um, the yeah, I would say that those are definitely the ones that I have on all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like property boundaries, but um, I don't know if this is turned on or off, or if just when you have public private turned on. Um, but the ability to click and see how many acres a particular chunk of land is i Uh use that feature so much what about topo layers do you like with onyx we there's really one topo layer do you feel like you would want additional topo layers or do you feel like no i feel like i feel like the more topo layers that you can have like that's something that's just a given for me like it's always everything is topo like it helps me figure out you know my routes if i see a drainage i know like is this going to be shot steep enough or too steep or shallow enough to to hike up am i going to be able to uh, drag a deer back out of this area and so um i guess i never even thought about additional topo layers but that is definitely something that i use so i'm going to share with you some layers from some of the other some of the other platforms yeah so um here's this is from huntwise they have archery pro shops, game processors, processors, cell phone coverage. Um, there is now I know we're used to, um, you know, uh, burn uh, timber cuts back to 1991. Some, that's something that I don't I don't know if Onyx offers timber cuts. Actually, I, th- I think they they might. But a drought monitor. um uh, waterfowl access and or waterfowl en- enhancement areas, uh, boat ramp access, um, 
there's at least four or five different uh, topographic layers, uh, USGS, USA, ESRI, topo, basic terrain topo. I always say topo. Some people for, for, don't hate it when I say that. No, <laughs> I like it. Uh, so um, cattle allotments uh, is another layer. And, and, and so the, the reason why I'm pointing this out is that it's really um, – there's a lot of additional information out there that you can gather from different platforms. And, you know, again, as I go through and rate and rank some of these, um, you, you know, your listeners may say, well, some of those things aren't interesting to me. I'm only interested in one thing or a couple things, but I think as, for example, hunt wines being $60, you get a lot of the same layers that you get with Onyx, but you also get some of these other things that you maybe not hadn't thought of, or might be of value in addition to the additional topographic layers, but just um, shooting ranges, game processors, archery pro shops. Uh, I think one of them has a, a layer on it. It actually has with on X where you can get the, the, the information of the private landowner. It doesn't give you their phone number. Well, that's something that you can get with the HuntWise app. It'll actually give you really? the phone. Yeah. That so, alone, <laughs> that <laughs> alone for me, that's a big deal because that's something that I've always done. I mean, I I was looking at buying a couple different chunks of land and trying to track down the people. I mean, I'm going on social media, trying to find them, figure out like, oh, is this the area that they actually live in or is this somebody from out of state? But to have actual contact information um, for me when it comes to getting permission is a big deal. Um, also, the cell phone coverage that's something that I would have never thought about, but it would be very helpful heading out West. Like now I know, do I need to bring an in-reach device in order to communicate with my wife or am I going to have maybe spotty service, but it's enough service to text her a couple times a day. Um, and so, yeah, I love all of those different layers that you were listing off archery shops in case something happens with your bow and you need to just hurry and get there. That might determine how close you know, you hunt to that city instead of going to the far side of the unit that might be three hours or, you know, hunting 45 minutes from it. So, dang, that's that's impressive. So, you know, from a layer standpoint, the rate, the the, the two applications that scored the highest were, you know, Onyx scored a nine, but HuntWise also scored a nine and then Hunt Stand scored an eight. So you have again, you have competition here where you have other platforms offering some different uh, layering that can provide some additional value. Now, you know, Go Hunt scored a six because they're really Western focused. They don't have layers that might, uh, you know, help someone that just hunts whitetail. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, they're based out of Las Vegas, but but they offered 50 states for 50 bucks. And I thought, well, let's take a look at, see what they have. Um, Spartan Forge is really targeting the Eastern mobile hunter. And they had a very limited layers, uh, layer system. And so they scored a five and, and base map scored a seven. Um, you know, I had a solid list of layers, but it's just really stripped down. So, um, you know, there were some differences between, the different uh the different platforms but let me ask you this what about you know what waypoints are you do you find yourself using a lot when you're 
you know, obviously, you know, you might see a rub or a elk wallow. What what kind of waypoints do you tend to use a lot, Dan? Yeah, I mean, all of <clears throat> there's there's very few that I feel like I haven't used on Onyx, and I mean, a lot uh -huh. of them are animal related or like, you know, you you drop the side by side, you leave that here. But I I do a lot as far as animal sign, animal behavior, movements, things like that. Uh, dropping beds different places, um, transition uh, corridors, um, where my tree stands hanging, where I leave my truck, where my buddy's going to be hunting. Um, every time I see a, a decent animal, I'll drop a waypoint and I'm like, hey, look, this is where this is where this was. And then I do I, I pair pictures with it, too. So like on my hopefully nobody ever hacks my my Onyx account because then they're going to see the exact animals that I shot in each place. And then they'll know, you know, where to go and hunt. But, um, yeah, a lot of animal entry exits. Um, man, I'm trying to think basically if it's on there, I've probably used it at some point. So th that's, and I'm the same way. I, I mean, if you looked at my map, my Onyx or any other mapping platform I use, it's a mess of waypoints. And so I really wanted to look at, like, again, versatility. Which of these platforms offer versatility? So here's here's some waypoints that I thought were interesting. So we've got mineral site, morels, fruit tree. Uh, let's see. Um, you know, turkey roost, turkey strutting, um, dusting. Let's see. Um well, of course, the acorns, and then oh, here's one of those switchgrass, uh, a feeder, hinge cut, trail cam. Of course, we a lot of them have that. So there was some variability in the waypoints, and what I found was that, like hunt stand for twenty nine ninety nine, we talked about at the beginning, has a, is a great value, but all of their waypoints are eastern related. They're okay. they're all whitetail, or or turkey. But they don't have like an elk wallow or a, a rub or mule deer symbol or some of those things. Yeah. Uh, hunt wise, conversely, coming in, I thought hunt wise would be very eastern focused as well because they have a, a whitetail antler as their logo. But they had a, they had a wide range of species. Um, not as many, you know, 15 different species of variety. Some, uh, you know, Onyx has 24 species. Base map has 24 species. So those two scored really well because they offer not just, you know, your your big game, but just other game as well, like boar or like alligator. You yeah. know, those are some things. And, and it doesn't, and, you know, as we talk about, it, it seems kind of silly, but it's important when you're in the field because you're like, well, crap, I want to, you know, I have you know, this particular thing that I want to put here on this map. And it's all important data that we're collecting in real time. So it's, it, it's so helpful, especially like if it is just whitetail focused, but they offer 50 states, you're in Colorado and all of a sudden they don't have like the species you're after. Like, I don't want to have to click on the, the waypoint to find out what species it is like you know like i don't want to have to click on a whitetail logo to find out it's actually a mule deer and i had to rename it and <laughs> i would much rather 
look at it and go, okay, that's a cow elk versus a bull elk versus a satellite bull or same with, with turkeys. Like I want to know, did I, did I encounter a hen here, a Jake here, or a Tom here? And, uh, that's something that I've found with, with, um, Onyx that seems very beneficial. So you mentioned, um, putting pictures in your Onyx platform. Yeah. If you were able to take a, uh, pull a trail cam picture of a, of a buck that you're after into, uh, like say a waypoint that you have and, and that picture was able to pull all the weather data for that particular day and time of that picture, would that be something of value to you? Absolutely. I mean, I look at that stuff on my trail cameras already, but to have that on my on my mapping software to where I could just click on each one and figure yeah. out, okay, hey, here's a common thread. You know, it's like 60 it's degrees and it's south wind or something. Or, yeah, yeah, south wind. Um, I don't do a lot with the moon phase. I know some people geek out about it, and that's awesome. Yeah. I think that anything you can use to help you target an animal and successfully harvest it is good. But I just started having to draw lines. Cause I'm like, if I dive too far into this, it's going to consume my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. So there's one platform that offers this and, and now they, they did not do well in this whole evaluation, but Spartan forge has this feature where you can pull a pick in to their, a journal, like a journal entry, and it'll pull all the weather data. And that's barometric pressure. I think Jeez. it probably includes moon phase, wind, all that stuff. And I love that feature. And that's one yeah. of the reasons why I included them in this evaluation, because I thought that was a great tool. They also offer a wind rose for a particular uh, area. And that wind root rose is capturing the the predominant wind over a period of time so yeah. you know maybe it's primarily south but sometimes it's southwest sometimes it's southeast and then for for us as hunters that helps us can help us determine like what bedding might be like okay well they're going to probably bed on the north face with the south wind coming over the hill or if it's a you know a predominant wind coming out of the north vice versa and so i really like some of those features or some of those tools. So like I've moved into the tool category and Spartan Forge, you know, for all of the holes in its game, and it's, it's not a great app for right now, maybe someday it will be, but it's not a great app. I really did like that, that journaling feature that uh, they have within the tools. Yeah. The, the, um, you know, I'm looking at some of the other tools that uh, some of the other platforms offered. There's um you know, go hunt and base map or offer this sort of a, a, a range finder tool and the base map one, it's a, um, it pairs, it can, it's a Bluetooth. It has Bluetooth. It'll pair with your range finder. And it basically, if you see something and you want to range it, it'll, it has some pairing capabilities. Uh, there's also a, see, and uh, somebody explained that to me last year at the Western hunt expo. And I okay. think at that point there was maybe only one, and I want to say it was base map. I don't remember for sure, but anyways, they said there is a, there's actually a rifle scope and a couple range finders that you can pair with it. And they're like, for instance, if you shoot an elk at 600 yards across the valley, yeah, 
you can range that spot and it will actually drop a pin onto your mapping software of where to go. In yeah. my mind, that is that has endless uses for me, whether yeah. it's shed hunting out west or the last place you see the deer go into the woods. You know, in the moment you shoot a deer and you watch it run across a field, it goes into another woodlot and you're like, okay, I've got to remember exactly right where this one went in. It's the last place I saw it. Um, if it's gosh, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many like bedded bucks. We watched so many bucks bed down on this last trip to Utah and to just be able to go boom, pin drop, pin drop, pin drop. And now when we cross 1300 yards across the Valley to get to them, we're not like, well, it looks a lot different from here. You know, we know, Hey, we're 70 yards from it. We got to start, you know, moving slow and thinking about every step we take. So yeah. I love that feature. That is one of the coolest features that I feel like anybody could offer as far as, you know, the integration between your rangefinder, your scope. I mean, rifle scopes are starting to get these crazy capabilities with range finding. And um, so to pair all of that up, I feel like would be very beneficial. I, I agree. I think, and I think we're going to see that as things move forward. Now, Base map promotes it, but they didn't have a lot of tutorials on it, which okay. I really didn't appreciate. Go Hunt is offering it as well, and 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 I think uh, I agree with you. I think it would be a great tool, especially as that scenario you described, where you've got a you know a mule deer bedded you know across a valley, and then you're like you might take a a good guess with your you know dropping a pin on Onyx, but if you're able to pair it or able to do it more effectively. It'll help you, you know, have a better stock and uh, encounter. You know, one of the tools that Go Hunt offers that is truly unique to Go Hunt. And again, Go Hunt didn't do well in this, and we'll get to the final scores later. But but a tool that they offer was um, the terrain analysis tool, and it allows you. Let's say I know that elk are going to be from six thousand to nine thousand feet. I want to find all the north facing slopes in this in this unit at that at that elevation. Well, their mapping platform will highlight all of those for you once you Dang. hit those parameters. That's cool. Yeah, or if I know um yeah, I, I'm not a mule deer hunter, uh but I know that you know those that are will talk about the ranges and elevation that they expect to find mule deer. And it's maybe, you know, maybe it's, you know, eight to 10,000 feet. And, and then you're looking for certain things like a north facing slope or a south facing slope. Maybe it's late winter and, and you're looking for, you know, they're going to be there because it's a little bit warmer. And so it really helps you cut out areas or at least hone in on areas that you want to target. And that's something that's unique to, to, to go hunt. Yeah. I thought that was a really neat tool. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as as somebody who's recently got into Western hunting, you know, you hear all of these different features to look for and it, to isolate them or even in describing um, whitetail hunting. You know, if I tell people, hey, look for uh, a south facing slope, you know, something potentially above water, if you can if you can find water or a field and isolate that when you're going out traveling to a new place, especially if it's like highlighted on there, right? If you've got yeah. like a bunch of red blotches in one area and hardly any in a bunch of others, you're it 
it would almost make your job easier to figure out, hey, this is where I really want to even just spend my time e-scouting or go take a look in person before I go to these other these other spots that just don't have that. They don't have high country, you know, south-facing slopes or meadows or, or ridgelines or whatever. You know, the... Uh, and, and I, I agree with you wholeheartedly because I think that those things are that they can come really come in handy, especially if you just are trying to create your hunt plan and you need you want to you want five different spots to target. OK, I got yeah. this spot, this spot, this spot, this spot. And and, um, you know, one of the other things that um, and so this is where it gets kind of interesting is that. Onyx is, has been adding value, trying to add value for the past few years to the $99 that you spend. Yeah. And so they offer deer cast, which is, was something created by the Drury, Drury Outdoors. Yep. It's a separate app, but you have access to it for free. Now, I think it's going away at the end of this year, unfortunately, for those that, that use it uh, for Onyx. You'd, not, you'd have to buy it separately through Drury Outdoors. But then, um, you know, they also offered, um, I think it's called Top Rut, which is a, a, a Western hunting tag, uh, uh, like statistics or drawing application. Uh, hunt and Fool is another platform that you get for free through Onyx. So they've done a lot of things to try to get, get also discounts with other, you know, companies like Vortex. Yeah. Um, I think they're partners with Vortex, so you can get discounted gear through through Onyx. Well, with with Huntwise, you get a, a plat, you get an integrated thing called Huntcast. It's a lot like DeerCast, and it's a tool that comes with it that shows your your weather day to day, but also um, they they sort of create a predictive model in there based on barometric pressure and and weather variance and and so I thought that was a really nice tool. Again, I don't use it so much for the predictive part of it, but I like it where I can drag my finger across and see the wind change or the temperature drop or the barometric pressure go up. And they've actually created it for, I think, 12 different species. So it's not just like oh, a wow. white tail or elk, but there's also bear, boar, and other things. I don't know what the inputs would be for those game. You know, uh, you know, how do you know that bear or, or boar are going to be up and moving, you know, based on a predictive model, but, but ultimately it's there, it's a tool that has a lot of variability. And I, I did want to bring that up because it was something that was different than what some of the other platforms offer. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I knew about the deer casts on Onyx, but I didn't know about all the other ones that you were mentioning there. And I think obviously the more that you can offer as a platform, the the more it's appealing it's going to be to the end user. But I also really like when things are all consolidated into one thing. You know, like I, I don't want to have to open multiple platforms, even if they're free. Yeah. I would rather have it all integrated into one easy to use app. Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, I, I will use DeerCast again for the weather stuff, um, but it is nice to just have it all there. It's sort of like what we were talking about earlier with the, the not only does it have the landowner's name, but it also can get their phone number. Yeah. Because it's not enough just to get their name. You got to find and figure out a way to contact them. 
And the fact that uh, HuntWise offers that in their platform, it, it can be a real help regardless of what state you're in, whether it's an eastern state or a western state. Um, so really when it came down to from a, a value standpoint, the winner and, and we, you know, it's not, there's not enough hours in the day to go through everything. So the winner from a value standpoint was hunt stand, okay. even though it doesn't have a lot of, of the things that you might want. Uh, it doesn't have a lot of Western game waypoints. Uh, there were some limitations in, in different areas. It scored a nine. Um, and in, you know, hunt wise scored an eight and then on X scored a seven from a value standpoint, because it, you know, on X is $99. So it's, yeah. it, it's the premium uh, it's costing you more where you can get more value out of like a hunt wise or a hunt stand Spartan forge scored a four because it's really, it's, it's, it doesn't have the layers and tools that you would use out West yep. and it, and it barely has that for even just whitetail hunting. And then base map scored a seven and go hunt score, scored a five. And that's just on value. And then from a, a versatility standpoint, the hunt wise scored a nine. And so hunt wise, again, was for me a surprise because it sounds a lot like, you know, hunt stand. It has a whitetail antler logo. And I thought, well, this is just going to be a basic whitetail app, but it has so many tools, so many layers. It has all the different waypoints that you could want. It has downloadable maps. It has 3D mapping on your phone and on your desktop. And it and so it scored a nine from a value standpoint, and it scored a total of 69 out of 80 and was Jeez. technically the, the winner yeah. for this evaluation. Um, and again, I almost didn't even put HuntWise in cause I didn't even, I have very little awareness of them. I don't yeah. know if I'm not their demographic or what, but I don't, I don't hear enough about HuntWise. And what was their price point again? They were, they're $59.99. So okay. there's, you know, 60 bucks to Onyx is a hundred. They're more yeah. expensive than, you know, some of the other platforms, but you get, uh, you get all these different topographic layers. In addition to the other things I mentioned, you get the hunt cast thing that I mentioned. And so hunt wise is out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. And I again thought oh, it's going to be Eastern focused, but it really does have a lot of value and um, versatility. And so that, that was the sort of the ultimate winner of this evaluation. Uh, Onyx actually came in second. Onyx okay. is awesome. Onyx is awesome. I mean, yeah. it, it really is. I mean, they, I really didn't want them to do as well as they did do. Uh, but you, they have layers, they have the tools, they have the waypoints, they have, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of things that, that, you know, we all use with, do, do I wish there were more topographic layers with Onyx? Absolutely. They only have the one topographic layer. Um, you know, they, it would be nice if they had, you know, uh, a little bit more variety in some of the tools um, or, or some of the things that we talked about that we, that you mentioned the range, we all talked about the range finder yeah. or the, the terrain analysis tool that GoHunt offers, but Onyx finished second hunt stand, even though it has a lot of holes, it finished third. And then, uh, and then we had base map 
And base map, I would say, is sort of the, the um, there's a there's an old vehicle, I think the El Camino. Base yep. map is the El Camino because it's really a it's something that you can use in the east or the west, but it's very stripped down. It's very basic. Yep. And even though it's sort of flashy, it's not it doesn't have uh, the substance that, you know, those other apps have. And then Go Hunt finished uh, fifth at 53 points uh, simply because it's so Western heavy. They don't have the weather and the moon or some of the Eastern related stuff that whitetail guys would want. Yeah. Um, at least in my opinion. And then, um, and then Spartan Forge scored a 32 out of 80. And again, it's just not there, but it's, uh, it could be there, you know, in six months, it, it could, you know, if they, if they get everything together, it could, you know, technology changes pretty quickly. So, yeah. uh, but, but those, you know, that's sort of the final rankings. And I mean, what what are your thoughts, Dan, any thoughts or questions about those or surprise? No, I, mean, I, I, yeah, I'm surprised because again, I've always been an Onyx guy and, you know, I'm thinking they've got everything I need and, and up to this point, you know, I've been pretty happy with them and I think I would still continue to be happy, but hearing some of the other things that people are offering, I immediately go, man, I, I don't know how anybody doesn't offer that. Like, like the phone number side of things alone for people who don't have access to private land, their public land hunting for whitetail and heavily pressured areas. That seems like such a good feature to just be able to pull up a property, give them a call, say, Hey, I'm so-and-so, you know, I live two miles down the road. I'm wanting to get my son out hunting on his first Turkey hunt. I'm looking for property, you know, like to, to just be that alone would save me so much time in trying to get permission places. Um, so I like that. I think, I think overall, we're probably going to see over the next few years, some pull ahead even farther. And then I think it's probably going to even out as they, as each mapping software realizes the features that the other ones have, like you said, you know, the, the electric windows in a car, uh, the yeah, really yeah. nice cars had it. And now every vehicle has it. Like you can't find a brand new car that does roll down windows. And right. I feel like a lot of this stuff is going to be, or that, that same concept is going to be um, carried out in the mapping software as well. There's going to be certain things that everybody just has. Otherwise they're obsolete. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, um, each one, each one of these platforms has taken their own approach to getting new customers. Yep. Uh, I, and so they are all targeting certain, maybe different demographics than me. Maybe they don't want me as a customer. You know, Spartan Forge is targeting the mobile whitetail hunter. Um, but I think you know a lot of mobile whitetail hunters might like to be mobile and hunting elk. And so you know they need to sort of you know up their game and fix those holes yep. or. You know, Go Hunt is thinking about, you know, Go Hunt is designed for folks that live east of the Mississippi in terms of like, hey, here's some information on the units and 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 how to draw a tag. So but they if they really want to capture the eastern market, you got from a mapping standpoint, I think you need to pull in and cater to that whitetail hunter for the other months that he's hunting in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And so. You know, there's some opportunities there. 
And I think you're right. I think we'll see, um, you know, maybe or maybe even an advancement of things to where it does integrate optics like you and I were talking about earlier. Um, and uh, it's it's re- it's been really interesting. I think the I, I had a gosh, I thought of something and I just lost it. But um, but yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting. The good news is that it's all good for you and I yeah. as consumers because it's competitive it'll drive down prices and I'll just, I'll mention it. Your, your, you know, your buddy, Dan Johnson, he's got a promo code for hunt stand and hunt stand came in third and it's yep. 29 bucks. And that promo code knocks another percent off. I mean, that's a really good value, even though it doesn't have, you know, all the, even though it didn't win, it's still a great value for uh, a lot of people. But so I think ultimately we're going to be the winners out of, as yeah. these things continue to compete. Yeah, no, I agree. I like I like that a lot of them have crossover. Um, one thing that drives me crazy is, you know, everybody didn't want to do the the TV subscription or the cable plan anymore on their TVs. And so all of all of a sudden, like Netflix and Hulu and Prime Video and uh, all of these different softwares came out. And now you're paying more than what you were to watch the same stuff. And that's right. what I don't want. Uh, I am curious, though, from what you found will you move forward with only one or did you find key features that you like enough to have potentially multiple subscriptions to these apps? So what I did was I, um, I, I'm actually going to go back to my cheat sheet. So Spartan forge on X hunt wise and hunt stand all offer a free trial uh, for their platforms. So you can do download maps, you can uh, look at private public, you can use all the tools for free for free for at least seven days. Go hunt and base map do not. So okay. I purchased those platforms because for the this exercise because yeah. I obviously wanted to to try the tools out and, and to be fair to those platforms. Yep. And so, um, but I don't like I don't really i don't love base map i don't like the interface for some reason and and like i said go hunt doesn't have the tools that i want from a whitetail standpoint whether it's uh, weather or wind related even like onyx has a, a wind tool that's fantastic uh like you can put a, a a sort of a waypoint that's a permanent waypoint where you hunt and you when you go in it'll show you the wind the current wind direction yeah like i like that because that's i so have great. spots that i hunt so I'm probably my Onyx membership expires uh, at the end of this year, and I'm probably going to pivot to Huntwise as my primary platform because of all the tools, and it's forty dollars less. And I know you know forty dollars for some folks might not be a lot of money, but you know for me it's it's dollars that I could spend on some other gadget or something yeah. for uh, <laughs> for my for my hunt setup. And, and like I said, they have a lot of uh, topographic layers that, that I value. Um, and they have a lot of other tools and features that I, that I really like. So for me, I'll probably pivot to hunt wise. I mean, that would mean I have to trans transfer my waypoints over. There's a switching cost there yeah. because you're so used to something that's hard to change, but that's probably what I'll end up doing. That's uh that's good to know. I'm going to definitely check them out because like I said I've been so happy with Onyx at this point but 
like you said, to have that wind direction feature, uh, that's, that's killer in and of itself. Um, I, I nerd out about this stuff and that's where it's really difficult for me diving into it because I will see features that I like on multiple things. And I'm like, Oh, I have to have that, but I also have to have this and I don't want to end up with three different softwares that I have to use to feel confident when I'm out in the woods. And so, um, yeah, I'm going to be taking a look into some of these. What, what did you find with the weather side of things? Because you did, you've been diving into weather apps as well to figure out, you know, what the best one is for you and your style of hunting. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll tease this out for a little bit for your audience. We probably don't have time to to d- take that deep dive as well, or we put some people to sleep, but, <laughs> <laughs> but there, I, I looked at nine different weather applications. I mean, we all probably, a lot of us have the weather channel, maybe AccuWeather, uh, maybe you've used Wonderground, um, or the, you know, you have the weather app that comes with your iPhone. Uh, but those, all of those platforms that I mentioned, and, and the, there's many others, they all are using a forecast model for their weather. And some forecast models are more accurate than others. So, there's uh, two two predominant global weather forecast models. There's the European Center for Medium Range Weather Forecast, and then there's a global forecasting system. And some of these models are free, and some of them require, you know, payment. And so, uh, and then within that, there are other regional models. One of them is the North American model. One is the high resolution rapid refresh. Um, there's also a German model called Icon 13. There's a Swiss model that's called Medio Blue. And, um, you know, each of those models are better for different scenarios. So, for example, this model, Medio Blue, is better uh, for, it, is, it excels in alpine areas. And, and I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, and so the reason why I bring this up is that, if you look at just like we talked about hunt cast or, or deer cast, you know, those, those, that weather data is coming from somewhere. It's not Drury outdoors. That's collecting that they're, they're using a weather model or, or even the, 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 the nine platforms that I looked at with like the weather channel or AccuWeather, they're pulling that weather from some forecasting model. Yep. Well, there are there are some weather apps out there, Dan, that will allow you to use multiple forecast models all at once so that you can see what, you know, what the European Center for Medium Range Weather Forecast is predicting for weather. And you can compare it to the global forecasting system and compare it to the North American model and compare it to high resolution rapid refresh. And then for you, you can be sort of the owner of what of your of your hunt in, in a different way than just looking at what the weather channel says yeah and so it i that was my next project and i thought i would be sort of like force ranking a little bit like i did with the the hunt map applications but the truth is is that there's there's a couple that every hunter should have uh and, and really one in particular uh that every hunter should have that is free 
And it's hard to believe it's free because of the, all of the value you get out of it. I even, I did pay for one and, um, and it's okay, but it's, uh, you know, the value with this one particular platform is, um, is head, head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah. And, and, and so going down that wormhole was a lot of fun because, um, if, if you were to come up and talk to me about forecasting models, just out of the blue, I'd say that's the most boring thing I've ever heard. But when yeah. you talk about how it relates to me hunting deer or hunting out West, it's like, it's very interesting. And, and I'll, and I'll share this, this, the platform, and I'm going to just keep it a secret. We'll, we'll say that for a later conversation. Yeah. The, this one has live, it has the live weather, weather cams across the country pulled into the platform. Hmm. So you know, Dan, you're going back out to Utah and you see the weather, but you really want to see it, see it. Or yeah. you're going for, I think you're probably going for a late season elk hunt this year. Yep. So you want, you know, you know that it's snowing out there, but you want to see what the roads are like, or you want to see the snow on the mountain. There's weather cams everywhere. And this particular, plat this particular platform allows you to pull it up on your phone. And you I gotta, see. I gotta up my weather app game. I mean, <laughs> we so we had talked a little bit before we started recording about this, but I had uh, on this Utah mule deer hunt. It was me and my friend Linnea, and I remember one night we were glassing, and there was there was some serious like temperature change in a hurry. Like I'm talking fifteen degrees in a very short amount of time, and I was like, dang it feels like winter is moving in tomorrow and we, we get back to camp and luckily where we were, we didn't realize had we had um, one of these mapping softwares, we would have known how much cell service we would have, we would have up there, but um, we, we had enough to check the weather. And so I pull it up and I'm like, listen, tomorrow is going to be a lights out day for movement. I mean, the, the temperature drop, the highs, is like 25 degrees from today till tomorrow. Mm. Uh, the lows was even more extreme than that. And she's like, where are you looking for? Because mine says something totally different. So we made sure we were both looking for the same place. And even after we refreshed it, this still, I don't understand how it happened, but we were just on the iPhone weather app. Both of them said completely different things for the seven day forecast and for the 24 hour forecast. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, which one is it? Which one is it? Luckily I had my Garmin in reach. I can pull weather from that. So yeah. I pull weather from that and matched up with mine, which meant better hunting for us. And yeah. I mean, I just like fall weather anyways. Um, but then that night I called my wife and asked her and hers matched up with Linnea's. <laughs> and so i'm just like what in the world like i mean not not even close it wasn't like oh a high of 73 and a high of 71 it was like a high of 52 and a high of 69 i'm like yeah. that's a that's a really big difference when it comes to hunting and, and what our plans are so um but yeah i i love that idea to have live weather cams out there that would be yeah. very beneficial even even if it's not at your destination but on your travel route, you know, if you have to go through the mountains, if you have to go through I-70 through the mountains of Colorado, like it's going to be very beneficial to know what some of those steep mountain passes look like if you're pulling a travel trailer or a fifth wheel or a side by side behind you. Yeah. And and so, you know, that was 
I, I thought that was really interesting. Like for me to be, cause I'll be honest with you. Um, I did, uh, a thing on my, on my Instagram and on YouTube, looking at some apps for hunters that are non hunting applications. And, you know, one of the things that I touched on was using weather cams at ski resorts, yeah. uh, because, you know, if you're going west, especially like Colorado, you can use those weather cams to get a sense. But but that was before I came across this particular weather app that allows you to just pull them up and you can see them across the United States and you can just click and point and it pulls it up. And and it's and so you can just pull it up on your phone. You don't have to go to you know a particular uh, ski resort website, for yeah. example. And so it, it's a. Uh, I, I think as this this um, evolution continues with that, whether it's the mapping applications or weather applications, it's really going to be interesting uh, to see how and what we get access to on our on our phones in the future. But um, but yeah, that's my next project, and I'm going to put that out in the next week or so. So if your audience is interested. They'll be able to see sort of the, the grid that I created looking at each of the nine weather apps, some of the things that they offer, some of the things they don't offer, and then sort of my uh, conclusion as the app that every hunter should have, regardless if you just hunt, you know, in your own state or if you travel a lot. Yeah. Well, if that's not the best teaser and cliffhanger I've ever heard. Like there is one and only one and <laughs> you don't get to hear about it for a full week. Well, you know, um, <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like pe keeping people on their toes. Yeah, it's um, yeah, you know, hopefully uh, people will enjoy that when that comes out. But um, but it, I just have a lot of fun with this stuff, Dan. I like to nerd out, as you know, um, and I'm going to continue to do more of this nerding out. I have some other projects uh, down the road as it relates to gear. Uh, whether it's software gear or, you know, actual, you know, physical gear that we use, because I think whether we like to admit it or not, um, as hunters, we are getting marketed to constantly, which yep. isn't a bad, it's not a bad thing, but we get marketed to a lot. And as also as hunters, we're not afraid to crack open our wallets and really shell out the cash and justify it in the name of, of hunting. Yep. And so the, really at that at that crossroads we got to determine what is of real value and what's and what maybe isn't isn't of real value because you know right now i'm looking at you know i'm looking at e-bikes and i'm like man how do i justify this <laughs> this freaking thing you know like do i really need an e-bike uh, you know and and my gut says hell yeah you work hard dude you need to go i mean like you're not going out to the bars drinking, you're going outside and, but, but, you know, I'm still trying to justify, you know, spending, you know, close to a grand or more on, on something. So, um, so that I, I think with that premise, I'm constantly trying to evaluate where, you know, what, what can we do to uh, what, what is worth our time and maybe what's not worth our time and money. Yeah, no, that's super helpful. And I love that there's people out there, with brains like yours that just analyze and they dissect and they they compare because for me i'm like hey that's pretty cool it's flashy it's nice i saw it on tv once maybe i'll buy that and uh you know i've gotten burned by that plenty of times so 
Um, I'm looking forward to finding out more about these weather apps. That is very beneficial. Um, I mean, I'm constantly checking the weather, whether we're in the same place every day or, you know, traveling because I want to know, I want to know what to expect. I don't want to be expecting fall. And then I wake up the next day and it's 80 degrees and sunny and hot. Like I don't like the heat. And so that's a big downer when that happens. I'd rather be prepared for it. Um, well, Jacob, I appreciate you hopping on, man. As always, it's a great conversation. Um, where can people go find you, find all of this information that you're putting out uh, to benefit hunters? You know, I just my Instagram handle, handle is J underscore Coons, C-O-O-N-S underscore Hunts. And I've got, if you link the link in my profile, has a link to the spreadsheet. It's free. It, it, that looks at all the hunting map applications. And again, you know, again, it's, it's from my perspective, as you all, as your listener goes, goes through it, they may find that the particular app that I sort of poo-pooed is actually the perfect app for them. Yeah. Um, and then I've also got a, uh, Western hunting checklist. It's also free. Um, and then I have a link to a couple of books I've written and, um, and then I'll also have a link to my comparative uh, analysis of the weather apps, the, the nine of them. And um, that'll be uh, up probably within the next week or so, as, as well as the link to the YouTube videos for uh, th that evaluation and the evaluation of the hunting map applications. That's up as well. Sometimes if folks want to dive a little deeper, those videos are a little longer, yeah. you know, obviously. So it takes a little bit more of a commitment. But those are there as well. So, um, but yeah, you know, Dan, I really appreciate you having me. Uh, appreciate the opportunity to hope, you know, share some information with your audience and, and talk a little bit about hunting. Uh, I think it's, it's, you know, the one thing that it's like, if we're not hunting, we're actually thinking about hunting. <laughs> yeah. And I just appreciate the opportunity to connect with you and appreciate, uh, appreciate your podcast. Absolutely. And uh, good luck this season. I know season's here and I keep, it, it still doesn't seem real that like hunts are happening all over the place that I'm two weeks away from heading out West for elk. That's pretty exciting. So good luck this season. I'll be following along and uh, rooting for you. Hey, you too, Dan. Congratulations on your early success already. Thanks. And that is going to wrap it up for today's show, man. I wish I could take a poll right now and just, or have you guys all raise your hands. Like, Hey, who found that interesting? Who found it helpful? Who is going to be switching apps now? Because I, I just love finding out new little bits of information and I'm not the guy who's going to dissect this stuff. I'm not going to break it all down. Like I, I'm very thankful for people who do reviews and ratings like online, looking side by side at shotguns or rifles or or saddle systems or whatever and the fact that he did this with the apps and the software that most people are using now i mean back when it first came out it was kind of a cool new thing but not a lot of people knew about it and now it seems like everybody's got a good mapping software and i'm really excited to hear what he's got to say about the the weather apps also so we're gonna have jacob back on but seriously, what a what a cool deal that he is using his skill, his his passion to analyze and break down things to help all of us out. So thanks for that. And I was definitely appreciative to have him on the podcast. But I really hope you guys are using this stuff, the stuff that you're learning on, whether it's the Western Rookie or the Nomadic Outdoorsman 
to try to become better hunters. And hopefully you guys are putting it to use and finding success right now as seasons are really ramping up. I mean, the rut is kicking off all over the place right now. And I just can't wait to get back to Missouri and do some more archery hunting, get into rifle season, hopefully get my wife and son out. And if you guys are listening to this on the day that it came out or the day that it released started airing, you are probably in the dead center of the whitetail rut. You're in the eye of the storm right now. And man, I really just hope you guys have success. Send me pictures, hop online, tag me in something. Um, I want to see your success. I want to see the stuff that you guys are pulling out of the woods or the adventures that you're on. And so I appreciate you guys listening. I love this community. I love interacting with you all. So get out there, find something to chase. And until next time, always choose adventure and God bless.